RCA Victor, world leader in radio, first in recorded music, and first in television, presents Transcribed, the Phil Harris Alice Faye Show. For your enjoyment, here is the Phil Harris Alice Faye Show, written by Ray Singer and Nick Chevrolet, with Elliot Lewis, Walter Tetley, Robert North, Janine Roos, Anne Whitfield, Walter Scharf and his music, and yours truly, Bill Foreman. Most people think of Phil Harris as an irresponsible individual. Very few realize that he has a serious side. Tonight, he sets out to prove that he can be serious by engaging in a very civic-minded project. More about that later. First, a word from RCA Victor. A million dollars' worth of entertainment comes your way every week on television. And you'll see clearer pictures of TV's brightest stars and finest shows when you watch them on new RCA Victor television. And for this important reason... Every new RCA Victor television receiver has the famous Magic Monitor circuit system. The exclusive Magic Monitor acts like an engineer inside your set. It screens out interference automatically, steps up power automatically, and automatically ties the best sound to the clearest picture. Visit your dealer tomorrow. Let him show you his selection of new low-priced quality television by RCA Victor. Prices start as low as $199.95. Pay particular attention to RCA Victor's new Brookfield. The Brookfield brings you big 21-inch television in a console cabinet. Its flawless contemporary styling adds new charm to any decorating scheme. And the Brookfield is priced for the family budget. Buy the new 21-inch Brookfield console at your RCA Victor dealers tomorrow. Enjoy clearer pictures every time you turn on television. And remember, when your television set needs a new picture tube, have your serviceman install an RCA tube. RCA makes picture tubes to fit virtually every make set. They're the industry's finest, yet they cost no more than other brands. And now the stars of the RCA Victor program, Alice Faye and Phil Harris. It's four o'clock in the Harris household, and little Phyllis hasn't as yet arrived home from school. She's an hour late, and Phil and Alice are a little upset. I wonder where Phyllis is. She should have been home an hour ago. Oh, don't worry, Phil. She's been late before. What do you mean, don't worry? I've called every place she might be, and she's not there. Maybe she stopped on the way home to get a drink. I doubt it. <laughs> but I'll call the corner saloon and find out. <laughs> I mean a soda Oh, oh Well, maybe I ought to go down and Hiya, see Hiya, Mommy, Daddy Well, it's about time you got home Where have you been? Why are you so late? The teacher kept me after school She said the history homework I did last night was all wrong Oh My child can't grasp the simple things that they teach in the elementary grades After this, if you have any trouble, come to me with your homework that's what I did last night, Daddy <laughs> Oh And what makes your teacher so sure it was wrong? She said the Monroe Doctrine was written by James Monroe Not Marilyn <laughs> Oh 
I know, but history is so dull, I thought I'd liven it up. <laughs> Daddy, the teacher said you need help, so she gave me these pamphlets for you to read. I don't need no help. Oh, now, honey, it won't hurt you to read these pamphlets, Phil. Look, they're about the political history of our country, current issues of the political campaign, party platforms... Hold it, Mamie, hold it. <laughs> I don't have to read no pamphlets to know what's going on in the country. I'm right up to the minute on world affairs and current events like every good American citizen should be. Well, I'm glad you feel that way, because there's something I forgot to tell you. The election committee called, and they want us to help out at the election on Tuesday. Election? Somebody running for something? <laughs> Bill, we're voting for a president. They want me to work at the polls, and they want you to go around to the neighborhood and get the people to vote. Oh, Alice, I can't be bothered with that stuff. Let somebody else do it. Now, that's not the right attitude. This is an important election, and you should do your part. Please do it, Daddy. We'll be proud of you. You'll be running the election and helping to pick the president. Yes, but Phyllis, I don't want to... Running the election, huh? <laughs> I'll be picking the president. Well, if it's up to me, we don't need no election. I'll call the whole thing off. I'll make big changes. Yeah. I'll, I'm talking about big changes. I'll make a clean sweep of the whole country. Phil, stop swinging your arms. If anybody came in behind you, you Yes, sir, I'll sweep every... Oh, oh, Phil, look what you did. Oh, well, gee, honey, I didn't know anybody was in back of me. It's my brother, William. You knocked him out. Oh, as I was saying, I'll make a whole sweep of the country. <laughs> Don't let him lie there. Help him up. Okay, okay. How is he, Phil? Is he unconscious? With Willie, it's hard to tell. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, well, he's all right. He's coming too, honey. Willie, are you all right? W what hit me? Well, Phil did, but he didn't mean it. It was an accident. I don't believe it. I think the big lummox did it on purpose. Oh, now, don't be ridiculous. Phil would never hit you on purpose. Would you, Phil? Nah. <laughs> he, he was carried away by the good news. Yeah, I'm awfully sorry, Willie, but I got excited when Alice told me I'm going to be in politics. You see, the election committee wants someone to go around and get people to vote, and they selected me for the job. Oh, they picked a Lulu. <laughs> Don't be funny. I think they made a very good choice. Where could they go find a better man than me? A hobo jungle, skid roll, the bread. <laughs> All right. Well, if you, you can't be on the election committee, you, you don't know anything about the coming elections. Well, I doubt if you even know the names of the candidates. Who don't? You mean to stand there and say that I don't know the names of the candidates? Them guys are famous, those guys that are running. <laughs> Why, any child knows their names I, I bet you know who's running, don't you, Phyllis? Yes, Daddy And I bet you could name them if I ask you Yes, Daddy Well, I'm asking, name them <laughs> Oh, Phil, you must know who's running Of course, honey, I know who's running I just want to see if the child knows I know, Stevenson and Eisenhower Right, and you couldn't find a better man than Stephen Eisenhower <laughs> And the other man running is... Eisen Stevenson. Also an excellent candidate. You know, Phil, I think you ought to learn more about the candidates. The committee's coming over tonight to find out if you're capable of handling the job. 
You know, you have to have a knowledge of politics in case people ask questions. Let them ask questions. Let them interrogate me. What was that last word? Me. M E. <laughs> They're liable to ask you questions you can't answer. For example, suppose somebody asks you to explain the reason for the Fifth Amendment. It's a cinch. The um the Fifth Amendment is there because they needed something to put between the Fourth and Sixth Amendment. <laughs> It's an amendment that, um, uh, thank you. I'll get it. I'm ashamed to admit it, but I don't know what that Fifth Amendment is. I know I ought to know, but I... Hiya, Curly. Hey, Elliot. Hey, I'm glad you're here, kid, because I know you know all about politics. Listen, um, are you familiar with the amendments? Oh, yeah. What do you think of the Fifth? Good-sized bottle. <laughs> How could I have missed on that one? <laughs> What's this political stuff, Curly? Well, I'm on the election committee, and I got to get out and got to get people to vote. Uh, by the way, who are you voting for? I ain't voting. I don't believe in changing the president. Well, some people think we should. Well, that's because they haven't followed the career of our president as closely as I have. I say the man's doing a good job, and as long as he continues to do a good job, let's keep Hoover there. <laughs> Mr. Truman is president of the United States, not Hoover. Oh, <laughs> oh of course. I was thinking of Canada. <laughs> you know even less about politics than I do. Don't you realize how important it is to vote? Terrible things can happen if people don't get out and vote. Like what? Like what happened to my poor father? One year he didn't vote and they passed prohibition. <laughs> Poor dad He developed a ring around his neck From drinking gin out of the bathtub <laughs> Curly, I don't think it makes much difference Who you vote for What do you mean it don't make much difference? If we pick the wrong guy We can get into as much trouble As the people did when they had that Nebuchadnezzar What was wrong with him besides his name? Plenty just sit down and I'll tell you about old man. Mm -hmm. Old Nebuchadnezzar was the king of Babylon. There was three children from the land of Israel, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego. They took a little trip to the land of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego. Nebuchadnezzar was the king of Babylon. Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego He took a lot of gold and made him an idol Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego And he told everybody when you hear the music of the cornet And the flute and the harp Then you must fall down and worship that idol Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego But the people of Israel would not bow down Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego You couldn't fool them with a golden idol Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego I said you couldn't fool them with a golden idol Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego 
So the king put the children in the fire furnace. Shadrack, me, Shadrack, Then he heap on the coals in the red hot brimstone. Shadrack, me, Shadrack, Seven times hotter, hotter than it ought to be. Shadrack, Shadrack. Then he burned up the soldiers the king had put there. Shadrack, me, But the Lord sent an angel with snowy white wings down in the middle of that furnace. Talking to the people about the power of the gospel. Shadrack, me Shadrack, Well, he couldn't even burn a hair on the head of old Shadrack. Me Shadrack, laughing and talking while a fire was a jumper. Shadrack, the Lord was on their side. Old Nebuchadnezzar called Hadar when he saw the power of the Lord, and they had a big time in the house of Babylon. Shadrack. Shadrack, Meshach, Abednego. Look, Elliot, the election committee's coming over tonight to question me to find out if I'm qualified for the job. I gotta know the answer. Well, that shouldn't be hard. Books have been written on the subject. Let's go out and get a book on politics. Hey, yeah, that's a good idea. Well, wait a minute. Why go out? Let's just look at my book collection. Your book collection? (laughs) I don't think that's gonna do it. Please. I happen to have a very extensive library. Just look over them shelves. May I? Uh, the Rubiat of Omar Khayyam, Rise and Fall of the Roman Empire, Masochistic Tendencies of the Malayans. That one was a smasher. <laughs> I suggest you read it sometime, old boy. Yes, perhaps I... W- no. Oh, wait till I make the picture. (laughs) See what else you got here. Ah, here's just what we're looking for. Tom Swift and his electric ballot box stuffer. (laughs) Look, will you cut it out? This is serious. If I don't find a book, maybe I'd just better forget the whole thing because I... Hello, Elliot. Hi, Alice. Hey, Alice, I've been thinking about it. Maybe I shouldn't serve on that committee. Oh, but, Phil, I think you should. It's important to call at people's homes and get them out to vote. Yeah, but they're going to ask me questions. Now, if I can't answer, then they won't even let me in their home. Hey, Curly, I got an idea. Why don't you practice on Alice and me? Pretend we're a married couple and you're trying to get us to vote. Okay, I'll wait a minute. (laughs) You and Alice are married? I don't like that. Oh, don't be a child. We're only playing house. Now, you go to the door and ring the bell. Okay. Now, Alice, we'll make like we're a married couple. All right. Put your head on my shoulder. Mm-hmm. I'll put my arm around you like this. Comfy, dear? Yes, darling. Cut! <laughs> we ain't gonna do it that way, Ellie. <laughs> Please don't tell me how to play house. Go outside and ring the bell and I'll let you in. And let me in fast, bro. <laughs> I don't 
going to pause between the bell ringing and the door opening. Stop acting like a silly schoolboy. Now go on outside. Okay, I'll try. No lulls. Hey, look, Alice. Yeah. We've got to make it tough for Curly. We'll pretend we're not interested in voting, and it's up to him to convince us that we should vote. They're in the kitchen oh, thank you, Julius Hi, Mr. Lewis Where's Mr. Harris? Beat it, kid We're busy Go on, scram Scram Stop pushing, Mac I'll go I ain't overjoyed At the prospect of your company anyway Someone's at the door, darling Well, answer it, sweetie pie <laughs> Will you beat it? I'm talking to Alice there's someone at the door, Angel. I'll get it, honey. Let's go together, sweetheart. Oh. Angel, honey, sweetheart. So this is what goes on when Mr. Harris is not home. Oh, what a nauseating situation. <laughs> I better sneak up and find out what's going on. I'll open the door, dearest. Careful of your itty-bitty hands, cookie pie. Mm. I don't know which is more nauseating, the situation or the dialogue. <laughs> Coming. Hello. Uh-oh, it's Mr. Harris. Not a fireworks start. Madam, my name is Phil Harris. Does he have to introduce himself every time he comes home? <laughs> I'd like to talk to you. May I come in? Oh, not now. I'm very busy. Come back some other time. Well, madam, if I can't talk to you, may I talk to your husband? He's got to ask her if it's all right to talk to himself. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, but my husband is busy. Is there and somebody at the door, darling? I... Well, and who is this? How can he act so innocent? <laughs> oh, this, this is Mr. Harris, darling. Mr. Harris, I'm Mrs. Harris, and this is my husband, Mr. Lewis. I guess... <laughs> I guess I just don't understand these Hollywood marriages. What's on your mind, Harris? Well, there's something I gotta talk to you two about. There's something I must know. Ah, here's where the shooting starts. What do you want to know? Are you two voting next Tuesday? Now, there's a shrewd question under the circumstances. <laughs> I can't stand no more of this. Mr. Harris, can't you see what's going on here? Oh, Julius, what are you doing in here? He delivered the groceries. We thought he left. You ought to be ashamed of yourself, Mr. Lewis. Call him his fake cookie pie right in front of poor Mr. Harris. <laughs> hey, what do you know? The kid's sticking up for me. Sure, I'm sticking up for you. I can't let your wife do this to you just because you're a poor, broken-down old musician who ain't got enough talent to... Never mind! <laughs> Get off my side. Beat it, will you? Now, you see, the kid darn near spoiled the whole thing. Well, I wasn't doing so good anyway. Now, Phil, it might help if you read those pamphlets the children brought home from school. They explain the candidates, their platforms, and how the government is run in a very simple language. Okay, okay, I'll read the pamphlets. Come on, Elliot. We got just time to read them things before the committee gets here. Right. I'll see you later, honey. <laughs> Somebody loves me, I wonder who, I wonder who he can be. Somebody loves Somebody me, loves I wonder who, wish we knew. who he can be worries me. 
For every man who passes me, I shout, hey, maybe you were meant to be my loving baby. Somebody loves me, I wonder who, maybe it's you. We know you've looked everywhere, everywhere, everywhere in despair. Someday he'll come along, the man you love. I wish I knew who he may be. For every man who passes by, she shouts. Hey, maybe, 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 maybe you were meant to be my loving baby, baby. Somebody loves me. I wonder who. Know something, Elliot? This is very interesting. According to these pamphlets, almost any kid in this country has a chance to grow up and be president. Not having any kids, I ain't interested. <laughs> but supposing you did? Just picture it, Elliot. Someday you get married, and after a year or two, the stork comes to your house, and who knows, the little one might grow up to be president. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Yeah. I'll have the only stork that ever grew up to be president. <laughs> Look, Curly, forget my kid and think about your committee. They'll be here soon. Now, can you memorize everything you read? Well, I hope so. There's an awful lot to remember. I'll brief you. First, our form of government. It's divided into three branches, legislative, executive, and judiciary. You know all the candidates and their different platforms, and of course you know that we don't elect our president through popular vote. We send members to the Electoral College who in turn elect the president. You follow me? Yeah, I got most of it. <laughs> what was that stuff after you said I'll brief you? I'll tell you once more. The government is... Oh, oh, it's too late, Elliot. There's the committee. Look, I think I'll remember everything if they just start asking questions fast before I forget. Well, don't wait. Start talking politics as soon as they come in. Okay. Phil, Phil, the committee is here. Uh, Mr. Johnson, Mr. Kerwin, this is my husband, Mr. Harris. How do you do, Mr. Harris? How are you, sir? Our government is divided into three branches. The legislative, the executive, and the Jewy jitsunary. <laughs> How am I doing with my answers, Alice? Oh, not bad, considering they haven't asked you any questions. Uh, won't you be seated, gentlemen? Oh, thank you, but we can't stay long. And now, Mr. Harris, we're merely here to find out if you're familiar with the election procedure. We know you are, but some voters might ask silly questions like, how is a president elected? Oh, that I know. The president is not elected by popular vote. Instead, we vote to send members to an electrical college. <laughs> And after they graduate from college, they vote for us. And, <laughs> and, uh, so that's why it takes four years to elect the president. <laughs> yes. That's a very keen analysis. Oh, it was nothing. 
I know, but you did it so well. <laughs> Harris, do you know anything at all about politics? Do you know who you're going to vote for yourself? Of course I know who I'm voting for. Who are you voting for? My candidate's name is right on this button. Let me see it. Oh, you're voting for some Hawaiian, a guy named Ilakiki. <laughs> That's I like Ike. <laughs> Eisenhower is my candidate And uh, off the record I hope you're voting for Eisenhower too Of course Who else? I think Governor Stevenson is the better man That's what I said Governor Stevenson by all means <laughs> Of course there are people who like General MacArthur You'll get my vote too <laughs> I feel about Lassie You couldn't find a better man Will you cut out? <laughs> Mr. Harris, according to you, you're voting for three men. Do you think we should have three presidents at the same time? And why not? While one is joining Indian tribes and the second one is out fishing, the third one can stay at the White House and get some work done. <laughs> Mr. Johnson, I think we've heard enough. Shall we go? Yes, yes. Mr. Harris, I don't think you're the man for the election committee. Unfortunately, we can't prevent you from voting yourself. <laughs> but uh, we can keep you from lousing up everybody else. <laughs> Good night, sir. Oh, but gentlemen, Mr. Harris... Good night, have... Mrs. Harris. You have our deepest sympathy. <laughs> didn't know what you were talking about at all. I know it, honey. I know I didn't. But I'm going to find out what it's all about before I vote on Tuesday. I'm going to start reading up on the candidates right now. I found out one thing. It's terribly important to vote for the right man. You said it, Curly. Man should make an intelligent choice. Well, then, come on. Let's study these pamphlets. They explain the platforms of General Eisenhower, Governor Stevenson, General MacArthur, and that... Elliot, what are you doing? Choosing the man I'm going to vote for. How you doing? I'm putting all the names in a hat, and I'm going to pick one. <laughs> Elliot, you can't do it that way. Too late. I already picked the name out. Here it is. I'm voting... <laughs> That's funny. I didn't even put this one in. <laughs> Who is it? Some guy named Stetson. <laughs> Picked out the label <laughs> Now will you sit down We're going to read this pamphlet <laughs> Alice and Phil will be back in just a moment If you live in a television area And there's a picture in the air You'll get it on RCA Victor Television Deluxe And these finest of all RCA Victor receivers you get more tubes, more interference traps, and an extra reserve of power to pull in pictures even in the toughest reception areas, city or country. These new RCA Victor television sets also bring you the exclusive Magic Monitor circuit system. The Magic Monitor acts like an engineer inside your set, works automatically to give you the clearest pictures. But 
RCA Victor Television Deluxe offers more than outstanding performance. It brings you big 17 or 21-inch television in table model or console cabinets of unmatched beauty, unsurpassed craftsmanship. Yes, for the ultimate in television quality, performance, and beauty, buy new RCA Victor Television Deluxe at your RCA Victor dealers tomorrow. Folks, this is Phil again, and I just want to tell you that Elliot and I did study those pamphlets because we realize how important this coming election day is. You know, it's great to know that we're living in a place where you can go out and vote for the man you want. There's nobody standing behind you telling you what you got to do. So get out on Tuesday and go to the polls. Vote for whoever you please, but please vote. Thanks and good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Included in this program transcribed were Gail Gordon and Leo Cleary. The part of Julius was played by Walter Tetley. When you choose a television receiver for your home, you owe it to yourself to choose the finest. And then you owe it to yourself to see that this fine instrument is properly installed and adjusted to the city, to the block, adjusted even to the side of the room in which you choose to have it. That's why so many people choose RCA Victor for the finest in television and RCA Service for the finest in television installation adjustment and service. When you select your RCA Victor television model, get an RCA Victor factory service contract too. America's finest television deserves America's finest service. Great music for your listening pleasure can be heard on the Standard Hour tonight on NBC.